0: Ooh, can we just take a moment to breathe, breathing in, breathing out, hmm. taking a moment to get ourselves together, adjusted, and in a great place to think openly. If you had a lot on your mind, been busy with things, feeling a little overwhelmed, welcome. You are in a great space to relax. If you are at home, take those shoes off, grab a blanket, a notebook, a cup of tea, whatever to relax. If you're riding in your car, be safe. Turn the volume up at a suitable volume and ride out with me. If you're taking a brisk walk, which I love when the weather is a nice 70ish to 80ish degrees, listen intently. We are about to go in and explore some things we all know very well. If you are new here, I'm Lisa Marie, your host of Season Dialogue. I'm glad you came, glad you are here glad listening ears are receptive hope you stay a while hope you follow and hope you get something out of this to the tribe hey (laughs) y'all i miss y'all i'm glad to be in this intimate place with you now let's dig in and let's dialogue you know today i wanted to talk about something that each of us have experienced i wanted to talk about the dissolvement of relationships and the toll it can take on all of us the effects are mental, emotional, and they are departure much like death. Sometimes relationships end with resolutions constructed with the knowing that two people just can't be any longer. Cheating may be a factor to the demise, disrespect, violence, or even an amicable break that ushered in a permanent breakup in the relationship. Whatever the factor, it doesn't dissolve the love we. Feel for another, and certainly doesn't help that many questions are not answered from this disassociation from the person we were once connected to. You know, relationships are a bond that can be full of joy and chaos. Even the best relationships experience rocky setbacks. There are moments when we question why and what we are in it for, but continue to tread because love is a connection that makes us look again and try with everything within us. But why does the breakup hurt so bad? You know, being rejected in love is among the most painful experience a human being can endure. You know, being deserted, uh, lovers often become obsessed with winning back their former mate and separation anxiety is expected. And abandonment rage is likely, especially in men. Maybe you have realized that bonding is a spiritual connection and more so when sex is involved. Now, I trust that everyone is mature and can handle this type of dialogue. And I wanted to dive deeper into it because we have to stop discussing surface level things and get to the root of our feelings in order to understand the effects. Sex is a sacred Act in truth, and due to its connective energy between two people, it is often cited as a spiritual experience. Once we engage with another person, we are becoming vulnerable with them, sharing our intimacy through our bodies to touch, the feel, the rush of excitement. And when two people are in love, they engage deeper than those who have, you know, that one night stand or understood meetup. These type of behaviors are dangerous as well, but. That is for another episode. Engaging with the one we love invites a different type of feeling that incites openness and pleasure We do so with the undiscussed understanding that the person knows and feels us on a deeper spiritual and emotional level. The act binds our hearts and aligns our minds. Sex is a tranquil feeling that is shared but can often be a resentful act when love is dissolving and also a great factor as to why the ties are bonded and the hurt after the separation is painful. Romantic relationships, increased levels of emotional attachment and commitment frequently coincide with sexual activity. Thus, you know, adolescents and young adults who engage in more sexual activity with non-marital companions may be more prone to negative thoughts. You know, in love, you decide to explore much of yourself and that of your partner. They introduced you to a new way of life. Their ideas, their family, their friends, their life situations, and you may have shared things together like a home, a pet, children, the list goes on. These commitments were in place due to the bonding and the commitment one had to another. There was a different realm of unification that was set. In these deeds, a strong alliance and partnership was formed and the hurt or the heart began to be stronger. When we decide to love, we let go of hesitance and we just dive right in. Our heart takes us to this unknown place and we begin to build trust, openness, a desire for life and our futures. When we build on these things with our hearts all in, we often don't think of the what ifs, but the what ifs are the things ill prepared for that leads us to hurt after the breakup. Scenario one, if the breakup was amicable due to both parties deciding that the course they have taken with each other is no longer aligned, it can be done in a healthy way. Many times discussions are done over time with the realization that loving and respecting the other person is more where they like to end things at a sense of peace. These relationships are often the ones that understand that through connections, growth is achieved. But Maybe a sense of self was not, and the constant, unaligned situations made it impossible to grow together. Therefore, a breakup was the resolution. In these situations, the breakup begins as an acknowledgement, done so with ease. But in the days and the weeks to follow, the breakup becomes increasingly hard because this type of bond matured through a deep connection from the start. And many times these partners love on a soul level. Many people experience twin flame connections. Twin flames are tethered by mind, body, and soul. It is the spark or the magnetic pull you feel towards another person. You may even feel like you need or crave this person and that bond is hard to unravel even at the very best. While twin flames have their highest highs, they also experience their lowest lows, riddled with sometimes toxic situations where one pulls another and then another runs until the other finds and pulls them much closer. In layman's terms, it's like a tug of war until one is defeated and stays on the side for a while and the cycle begins again until both decide to quit. Scenario two. Hmm. When a breakup after infidelity is found, the victim is normally riddled with many emotions and thoughts, riddled in hate, grief, regret, loss of confidence, loss of emotional strength, trauma from the situations, answers not substantial enough for the internal calming and even ways they could have made it better. The person who cheated does feel remorse and pain after the breakup, but their emotional pain can't be compared to the victim. So the isolating trauma both parties feel can only be dealt with in a space with no more connection from each other and riddled with questions that may never be answered betrayal is the worst type of feeling from a person one has put their trust in after sharing so many elements of love and what they offered as their vulnerability the worst thing another can do is to make them feel inadequate in comparison to another who seemed to fulfill things they never thought was an issue Infidelity also takes in forms of jealousy, comparing themselves to the person who seemed to steal their partner's attention, garnering up this self-hatred or feeling of not being good enough. The never-ending questions of why and how long until it becomes self-destructing in the psyche of the victim, creating a storyline that damages them and brings them lower and lower in their feelings for self the breakup is damaging because the betrayal led to the break and No sufficient answers could rectify or soothe the pain. Even after, you know, the love does not go off like, like a light switch. It continues until the person heals and realizes that he or she was not the direct cause of the selfish act of the partner. Scenario three. You know, it is very hard to correlate abuse with love. Because how can someone who loves us or, you know, say that they love us hurt and dismantle a person down to the bare bone? How can a person continue and withstand the continuum? And how long is love defined as love that is not seen by others? Many relationships are built on wants and needs. A meticulous abuser offers all of these things until they feel they have elevated and captivated that victim. The three stages always occur. Tension building, abusive incident, and honeymoon phase. I want to briefly explain the three to understand the complexity of this abusive relationship that keeps people bonded. Tension building. This is when the victim may feel that they have to walk on eggshells to keep the abuser from exploding. The victim may not know what will bring the tension to a head, but they feel the partner's anger under the surface. Number two, abusive incident. Unfortunately, the common breaking point for the building tension is an abusive incident. Often the abuser will physically lash out at the victim. Although this can also happen uh, psychologically, abusive relationships um, has the depth in their counterparts that are hard to diagnose as well. The abuser may call the victim names. Humiliate them Deny the victim access to money Or other necessities Or make a threat of violence And number three What we all know of As the honeymoon phase After the tension has broken The abuser may try to You know Work to make up for the abuse This can include Profuse apologies Or promises to change Extravagant gifts Or extra affection In an attempt to get the victim To stay in the relationship once the victim has agreed to try again and the cycle of abuse starts over they begin the phase 1, 2, and 3 over again. This relationship of course is the most complex. Once a victim leaves, they are fearing the outcome, number one. But then after, when the outcome is successful of them leaving, many feel remorseful and regretful, feeling that they could have changed the abuse or stayed longer in order to appease them for a while. Many also find a sense of relief and what love means for them may be wrapped up in control with an inability to love self and find themselves outside of an abusive partner. Let's face it. Breakups are hard. There is a feeling that pulls each of us into a place that makes us feel our emotions gauge and reminisce a longing for it to be different. The connection is so strong that it is hard to immediately let go. No matter the circumstance that led up to it, love doesn't shut off because we want to force it to stop. It takes time to acclimate to a different type of frame of mind and attitude. Many moments of knowing ourselves and seeking something internally outside of the unification we once had. I want to leave you with some tips and maybe things to evaluate if you are currently going through the hurts of the breakup stage. Give yourself permission to cry if you need to. Shedding tears is therapeutic and can help lift your spirits and soothe your suffering. It's fine to give oneself permission to wallow in self-pity. It's good for you. Give yourself permission to feel things, even if no one else does. Sometimes what's needed most is just to allow yourself to cry, wallow, and admit your anguish. The biggest one. Don't get stuck. It's normal for the healing process following a breakup to feel like it is dragging out forever. Give yourself time to think about what just happened. Keep in mind that the specifics of this procedure will vary from person to person. I say this, you know, a lot. The healing journey doesn't have a time limit. But as we grieve the loss of a person, don't drag it out forever and don't be stuck into feeling that you cannot be someone outside of the relationship that you just left being in a relationship, especially a long-term one, can cause you to lose sight of who you are as an individual. Although it may be challenging at the moment, you should try to see the breakup as a chance to learn more about yourself. Remember that grief is an ongoing process and experience with no set duration. Some people need more time to mourn the loss of a relationship. And it's crucial to your mental health to give yourself time to adjust to new surroundings. Maintain, you know, your social and physical activities throughout the breakup. This would help with your mental health. And as a result, you feel less pain and less despair. After a breakup, self-care is more crucial than ever. When it comes to maintaining healthy relationships, the old adage rings true that you need to take care of yourself in order to take care of others. Self-care is an investment in the long-term health of your connection with others, which in turn benefits your other relationships. Now, depending on the circumstances surrounding your breakup, it can be challenging to trust others again. Without reestablishing trust, though, you can potentially have problems with partners in the future. So while you are taking that time to isolate and work on yourself, also give yourself space to understand what the value of trust means to you. But let's not take our apprehension of trust and put it on to another potential relationship or connection because then you'll go to a cycle where you feel that you don't have a connection with the partner based on your inability to hone into the issues that just left you in that previous relationship Sadness and hurt is a true feeling we all feel it and you should never feel ashamed with how it feels for you but Reiterating what was said before, don't get stuck. Allow yourself to come through it and acknowledge that whatever role you played is done now. There is a completion at this moment with you and the other person. And you deserve a moment to sit in your peace with the decision that you made. You connected to this person. You shared with this person. You experienced, you gained, you lost, you learned. That is not something to easily bounce back from. Breakups hurt because they just do, and no one will understand the complexity of that feeling more than you. Be easy. You are enough. (laughs) Now, this episode is not on YouTube as it, it was a spur of the moment episode that just came out of nowhere, but... You know, it called me and pulled me to speak about it because I have two emails from uh people who reached out about a breakup and what to do. So I felt like um this would be a great episode to speak on. Now, if you are a part of the tribe, um you know you already know the, the, the shindig, the the go down. But if you are new, please follow me on YouTube, Instagram, IG, and Facebook, whichever you prefer. Uh, Before I go, I want to I want to shout out some wonderful people um, on Spotify. Um, I have to be honest with you, like I keep telling y'all I'm learning this thing as I go. And Spotify was sending me notifications, but it was going to my spam folder. So I didn't even know that people were connecting with me on Spotify. And the unique thing about Spotify is that I can personalize questions and polls so that I can gauge the listeners and get some ideas on what it is that they love about the episode or maybe some ideas for future episodes. And I had a whole list of people who had already tapped in and were giving me their opinions. And so I wanted to provide that space to shout these people out on Spotify because I do so on Apple Podcasts. I want to give a... A beautiful big shout out to Zora, Kenrick Goldborn, 38, Dana, Daisy Marie, Mander Mustang, Unique Webster, 49, Nekwazi, um, Jordeo.S, Paige Stewart, 1, Priscilla Minsa, Alicia Collins, 11, Sharon E. Miles, Lynn M. Durand, uh, Masses. Oh, Vanessa, Honey B, Javon Garner 3, Aisha M, Jeter, and Chena Arshana Green 713. Wow, like y'all were up in the Spotify comments. And I didn't see it until recently. So I am I'm am so happy and full with filled with gratitude that you guys have um, connected with me and given me some insight. And also I did a recent poll and I had some participators and I'm so happy to share that space with you guys. Um, it feels wonderful. And as always, I want to shout out um, the followers on uh Apple as well. And I do have a list. I hope to not repeat the, the same ones because y'all, I don't know where I stopped um, from the last time. But anyway, I want to give a shout out to Fee1121. Um, she found me on TikTok. Um, Niche underscore. Um, she said great podcast. iScriber um, loves the podcast and. A.J. Send 999 um, has been listening to the podcast. Chelly Boo 22, erz 561, M. Farooq 83. Um, it's me, Ty. Um, wow, I'm, I'm reading this uh, as we speak. Let me see. I'll share this one Um, She said uh, I think it says Every black woman I don't know I can't read the whole title um, But it says Thank you so much For allowing God to use you Your voice calms me On the way to and from work And you feel like A big sister in spirit Thank you Don't give up On whatever vision you have To keep reaching And planting seeds in people It's me Ty Thank you so much for that Uh, D-Rob 646 Uh delaney or delane 1984 tbg 727 and april deans um she said i'll give you more than five stars girl thank you so much um she said she followed from instagram to listening to the podcast i really 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 appreciate y'all and i you know last i want to give a shout out um that was an unexpected um That just happened Now I do have a link um, in my bio On my Instagram, my um, TikTok I I think it's also plugged into my YouTube channel as well But anyway, it's just a link with all of the things That you can contact or find me Or this, that, and the other And I also have a place where you can go And um, this was an unexpected uh, surprise I had... Oh my goodness, um, I had people who contributed in a monetary way um, to my podcast. For whatever reason, they felt the you know uh, need to or the wanting to um, send a donation. And so I do want to shout these people out. These are four. Um, we have Greta uh, Velez Davila. Thank you so much. Um, e. um y'all, I know I'm. I will butcher a name, so if it sounds about right, it's you. <laughs> um, One Waters, 1996, and Rachel. Um, again, it's you know, it's great when you get a a, a surprise, um, and I'm thankful for everyone. The YouTube channel has has built. You guys have been awesome with sharing. Um, just the podcast in general I get people who share it uh, with me more so on Instagram than TikTok that they're listening in and um, that they're there and I feel so like appreciative uh, what I really appreciate most is um, these email connections that I get like I told you my email is open season dialogue at gmail.com And um, I've had some deep discussions with people about just things, life in general. Again, I tell you, I love to understand, engage people. Um, And if you do have any um, episodes that you would love to hear, you can reach out to me through my socials and you can email me as well. I am glad that we had this conversation about breakups. Like I said, this is this is a hot topic, one that many people have set in spaces um, with grief and sadness. Like I said, you know, love is love. We can't move that thing around and position it as we want it to be. It is, you know, part of uh, the healing journey as well. There is a facet of healing that comes out of breakups because depending on how severe or traumatic that breakup is it does set the precedence for our growth so thank you for being here thank you tribe for always you know coming in and seeing the notifications also 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 i'm sorry okay i don't mean to talk too much (laughs) also if you are listening to the podcast make sure that you are tapping in and following and you're subscribing so that you can get the notifications when um it's being loaded and also some of the podcast episodes will be um on youtube as well like i said this one is not but i'm doing more of making them cohesive so you can listen if you like or watch and if you aren't following me on youtube please consider uh following me on youtube it is Season dialogue and tell a friend okay that's all i ask just tell one friend all right love you love you love you love you tribe love you everyone and i hope that your week goes great all right peace